Hey you, I can hear you, bitch. Um. Oh, we're doing it. Welcome, welcome back, hoes, to another episode of Two Happy Hoes. It's your girl, Chelsea. And Rachel on the mic. We back. Episode six or five of season three. Episode six. Yeah. Episode Epis- six of season three. In total, 26 episodes. So if we you're put a trilogy, in that work. Yes, we are. We are. But I guess to get things rolling today, where are you mad about today, Chelsea? Oh, you big mad. I'm not even mad. It's more of just like academic stress, which, you know, sometimes manifests as anger depending on the day. But my dissertation, chapter two, a.k.a. the literature review is due on June 15th. So a week from today, it'll be due the day after this episode airs. And your girl is stressed. Like I've just been writing hardcore. Like I try to write at least for 30 minutes every day. Like yesterday I wrote for almost four hours, which was a little excessive, but I'm going on vacay. So I wanted to get as much done as possible. Um, But yeah, I'm so tired of reading. I'm so tired of writing. I'm so tired of doing this. And like, it's really just a series of repeating yourself like over and over again so that's also getting fucking old as well. <laughs> but from what I have learned about dissertations and what I have read it's literally just repeating yourself over and over again until you get to your actual methods and studies so I'm just repeating myself I am 52 pages in so clap for me out there in the audience Rachel is also clapping but yes I'm 50 <laughs> I'm 52 pages into this thing and I am just like houseway and I haven't even written chapter three yet. But yeah, so not mad, just feeling the feelings. But what yeah. are you feeling today, friend? What are you mad about? Um, I was struggling to think about if I was actually mad about anything, which I guess I'm not, but my body's just feeling off. Like, I feel like I... Like, I just feel super tired and also like, I don't know, just have like a headache. Um, yeah, I feel like the weight of existence is just like on me. I don't know. I don't know. Life be lifing. And then yesterday, I mean, this is the first week without my therapist. So, cause we dissolved our relationship like a week ago on good terms. Like, you know, I'm moving and, and she's like moving on to, uh, build her own practice. And so okay. I'm really proud of the work that I've accomplished, but it's also like hard now because, you know, I'm on my own. Like, so <laughs> I can't process every week with someone. Um, and so I do feel like I'm kind of the weight of stress and like, you know, moving and trying to get things done is just like living, you know, in my body. So that's that. And then I forgot, I 
remembered. So obviously before last week's episode, we talked about interracial relationships, interracial Mm -hmm. dating. Um, And before that, we talked about colorism. And on the last episode, I was talking about how there were trolls. Yeah, there were (laughs) There were trolls in our comments, just like not wanting to truly engage with colorism because people just love holding on to their light skin privilege as much as they can. Um, and so last week they, um, oh, <laughs> no shit. Um, sorry, y'all. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's actually Bustrova. It's the same thing. <laughs> Hey, uh, what does that one mean? Bustrovia means what? Cheers. Yeah. Uh, Cheers. Okay. I'm happy for you. You got that (laughs) demon out your body. Go ahead. (laughs) For those of you that know Russian, Bustrova is, you know, Russian version of bless you. But um, anyway, quick, quick Russian lesson. But um, last week's episode, we talked about interracial dating, interracial relationships. it was a pretty dope episode. We were talking about kind of the nature of attraction, how race is included within that, um, and just kind of unpacking it, picking it apart. So you know this person, but back in grad school, I was fucking with this white person, um, and he came into my DMs because every week after the episodes, we post um, quotes from the episodes. And so um, the first quote that I posted um, a couple of days ago was around um, Vic had said it. So our last guest on the show had said like, you know, there's always something for me to unpack, whether it's like identity, uh, not identity, like race, ethnicity, ability, all that stuff. There's always something for me to unpack into why I am more attracted to someone than someone else. And then the dude that I'm talking about came into my DMS and was like, don't you think you're overthinking it? Question mark. And I was like, not really. You know, cause at the end, <laughs> but this is also the same dude that like, I would argue fetishizes black women and like, only, you know, mm-hmm. had said to me at one point that he wanted to have black children mm-hmm. and mind you to, this is a white man. <laughs> <Shot. laughs> so, <laughs> so it's just one of those things where I'm like, you know, even within that, no one's shaming him for being like more attracted to like black women. I mean, it does. I always am very skeptical of that when you're only, when white people are only attracted to black people, it's like gross, you know, cause odds are it's not rooted in something authentic. It's rooted in something like kind of weird. So, <laughs> but, um, with that, I'm like, no, this message is for someone like you, like you should be unpacking why you only like ever wanted to be with like women of color or black women in particular, why you wanted to have black children as a white man, like you should be unpacking. And so no one's saying that you can't be attracted to or want to start a family with a black person. Right. But 
you should be more aware and critically conscious of like why you're more attracted to things than others. And, you know, I gave him the example of like, just like society teaches us that we should like thinner people or, you know, lighter skinned people, because that's what we see on media. That's what we're told from, you know, literally birth of what's considered beautiful. And so it's just more context for us to make more conscious decisions when we're going into dating and relationships with other people. And he's just like, He's just like, yeah, I feel you, mate. Like, I wasn't trying to, da, you da, were, da. but but you were, but you were. And then and then I just double tapped because I'm like, cool, whatever. But then he came back again, like ten minutes later, <laughs> to be I like, dog a holla. He's like, what I meant was da da da, and I'm mm. like, I you know I don't entertain, <laughs> I don't entertain things anymore like that. So I was just like, no, I understood. You're good. Like, and he's like it's all love mate. And I was like, cool. So that, that to me, I was like, no, I'm not overthinking it at the, <laughs> if you want to go into dating, without, like y'all like, really be mad because people don't want to do the fucking bare minimum. Like that really is it. Like you want to yeah. stay at the bare minimum. And then, because I don't want to do that. Now I'm doing the most or overthinking. Yeah. And so I'm not exactly bitter about it. It's just like, uh, you know, it's like every, every comment doesn't, or everything doesn't need a comment. And it's, yeah, it, it's like, just listen to the fucking show, dude. Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe not after this, but you know, (laughs) no, keep, keep listening, keep listening. Cause you Uh, clearly need to learn some shit. Yeah. But other than that, you know, I'm actually doing pretty okay, but what are you happy about? I am so happy because after months of arguing and fighting with these people, my private student loan is now in forbearance. Um, I have had like the shittiest time with this, like, it's not the loan provider, but it's the servicer that my loan provider uses for like the repayment thing. And like, those people are so like rude and just like the customer service is terrible. I even wrote a bad review on them on the Better Business Bureau. So (laughs) damn. (laughs) And there were 247 other bad reviews about them on there as well. But um, yeah, it's now- It's time they take a look at themselves. Okay, Okay, period. (laughs) um but now it's in forbearance so I I just I requested forbearance for like a reduced payment but they actually put me in forbearance for zero payment until April of 2022 which is right before I graduate hopefully I will have a job lined up by then and this won't even be a problem I'm gonna give these folks they stink a little money which I've been (laughs) giving them their money every month but like it's been a struggle because it was so expensive and y'all don't have to be rude because listening, you calling my phone asking for money, but I'm the bum. Okay. <laughs> it's like <laughs> fucking beggars. Like. But yes, honestly, being completely candid. Um, and I'm very grateful and privileged that my parents were able to help me cover the cost of it. But between my parents and I, we were each paying almost $250 each. So that is $250 back in my budget that I can use elsewhere. Absolutely. You know, (laughs) I love to see it, but what are you happy about friend? 
I am happy because, well, first of all, my brother just got me a kiwi basil green tea um, from this boba place and it's my favorite. So that's dope. Mm, I also, yeah, no, it's actually. I'm thinking about the flavors, kiwi and basil. Yeah, that sounds Mm -hmm. delicious. It has some like basil seeds and like kiwi seeds. It's good. It's good. I can't lie. Um, I'm also having my going away party and brunch this weekend. So I'm excited about that. Got, got to get a little last hurrah before I leave Mm -hmm. on the 21st. And then, uh, oh, this is also my last on call shift for life with, uh, People that people that know me obviously know like what I do for a living, but a part of my position is that I serve on call in a rotating like duty rotation. Um, and so this is my last one because hopefully I'll never have to be <laughs> in, in this, this predicament again. <laughs> yes, yes. So I'm just like, damn, this is amazing. Um, last fucking shift. I hope no one fucking calls. And like who? Who is even there to call? There's still some people here. And you know what? Go home, Roger. I sat there the other day because I was so pissed because I was on call. And I guess I'm kind of bitter about this too. I was on call. (laughs) I was on call and I got a lock. They always call me when I either had just finished cooking dinner. And I'm about to sit down and eat my motherfucking food. So bitches like bone apple tea and they like ring ring. (laughs) Yes. Or I was in the shower trying to wash my hair and yes. And I heard the phone ring and then I was like, okay, well, let me just wash this out real quick. And then, you know, put in my conditioner, they ring again. And I'm just like, okay, hold up. And then, you know, but I'm not going to get out the shower with just like dry ass, freshly shampooed hair. Like I got to put in my conditioner. So I put in my conditioner, they ring again. I've like, I finally call this person back and they're just like, yeah, I'm locked out. Da da da. Me. Okay. Cause I was about to say with someone unalive. No, no. They called three <laughs> times in a row because of that. And I was like, it's going to take an hour, them an hour. And I'm like, yes, sir. And I'm just sitting here and I'm like, wow, I really got a whole master's degree. And I'm unlocking doors. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I was like, this is where, this is where my good hard earned government loaned money has gone. (laughs) Yo, I be thinking about that too, friend. I don't be answering unlocking doors, but I be thinking about answering emails. I'd be like, wow, I really got a whole degree to answer fucking emails. (laughs) Yeah. This is, this is my life. So I was just like, damn. let me get out of here i hope you got to finish your shower in peace uh well i did well i was gonna take a comprehensive shower which if anyone knows what that is you know i was gonna shave i was gonna do a face mask you know get all the full smooth and oiled and luxurious but i had to cut all that short you know so dang but it's okay hate to see it hate Uh, to see it but you free you about to well you about to be free yes i'm about to get the fuck out Wait, by the time they listen to this, you'll be free. Oh, yeah. Wait, no. Woo-hoo. No. No, I'll still be here. You, I mean, but free from on call? 
Oh yeah, I'll be free from on call. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. I'll be no, I'll still be in bondage of this place. <laughs> I will, they won't release me from the shackles until the 21st. I feel you though. I'm proud of you. I'm glad for you, for yourself on and upward. Onward, onward and upward is what the, the old saying is, I guess. Yeah. But taking a turn, we're gonna go into some. You don't need them, sis. And who are we talking about today, Chelsea? I, let me sit up. I am so passionate about this. (laughs) Like, literally so passionate about this. But today, we are talking about mama's boys. And honestly, this is not really just a a call-in to the mama's boys. It's also a call-in to the mamas, too. Um... But these men who like are like can't take care of themselves, they expect a woman to take care of them, um, not only physically, but emotionally um, as mm-hmm. well. And usually that comes in the form of like their partner, um, a, a best friend, sometimes even their older sisters. Um, but yeah, like their moms created this little monster. and now like as grown men they're still like operating in this behavior and I have had my fair share of mama's boys and I'm like you know me I'm like naturally like a nurturing person Mm -hmm. and so I would take on this role and I'm like why the fuck am I doing this like (laughs) this is so so annoying and like I said, I'm going to call in the moms too, because like, the thing is like, y'all raise, y'all raise y'all's daughters, but y'all just, y'all don't raise y'all sons. Mm -hmm. You raise your daughters, but you don't raise your sons. You were still socializing and raising women to be like these caretakers and these nurturers and all of that, but you're not raising your son. Now, not all of y'all, some of y'all are doing a great job, but many of y'all are out there um, creating, you know, little siphoning narcissists. <laughs> That's And so we hate true. to see it. Yeah. And I think a lot of the times these, these boys, these men also like um, grow up, not only not knowing how to take care of themselves or are just looking for, you know, uh, femme people to essentially like, <laughs> uh, utilize their labor, whether that's emotionally, physically, whatever cook clean for me, da, da, da. But also I've seen in, uh, these relationships that they end up getting into with like, you know, female partners or like femme people, non-men, what have you. Um, sometimes the moms be hella disrespectful to, uh, (laughs) that person's partner Mm -hmm. and the dude's just like, Oh, well, that's that's my my mama. Like, you know, your crazy mama. (laughs) And it's just like, like they just won't even stand up to their mom or like see like their mom is always going to maintain that number one um position in their life is like the woman that takes care of them or like the number one woman in their life and that's not to say like 
you know, any, I I feel like no one should be like your number one person in your life besides Mm -hmm. yourself. Um, or I guess maybe your child, if you have one, um, yourself first. Yeah. So (laughs) I think like, but it's just, yeah, it, it, cause I guess this kind of bleeds into the next one, but it's like a constant comparison to their mother, which Mm -hmm it's sick as fuck. Like (laughs) these men will be looking at their partner like, Oh, well, it's not how my mom makes it or, Oh, well, my mom used to do this. da da da. And I'm just like, do you recognize, like, you want to have a, you want to date your mom? Like not to be (laughs) Freud, but it's like, you understand what you're saying right now. Right. And I also think in other terms of like constant, constant comparison to your mom. So like, I think about instances where I've been in relationships where I've had partners where their moms are not as emotionally present or emotionally mature and so when I act that way I'm like a bad person a villain because Mm -hmm. I want to like process and unpack things and um be more emotional Mm -hmm. um and it goes into unfortunately a lot of times that strong black woman trope and if Mm -hmm. you're not like subscribing to that 100% of the time, then like, it's a problem. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm like, no, it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to have feelings. It's okay for women to express themselves. Um, And if that's not the example that you got, that doesn't mean, that doesn't mean I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, like, like you said, it's sick because I'm my own person (laughs) and your mom is her own person. and everybody don't make greens like your mama everybody (laughs) don't make mac and cheese like your mama okay and everybody don't fold towels like your mama and that's the whole thing I like I really want to go back into that strong black woman narrative because I think like we also have on here like a lot of these men grow up having these like rigid like gender norms in their head or like what they have an idea of what a woman is meant to do in life, let alone their own life or provide Mm. for them, um, because of like whatever their mom set as an example. So like, for example, if, you know, his mother's like working three jobs and then also came home to like cook and clean for them and like all this stuff, your clothes and yeah, you know, especially and who knows, maybe they were a single mom, maybe they weren't. And just like the daddy was, you know, chilling on the couch drinking a beer (laughs) right deadbeat or something like I don't know but it's just one of those things where you know you they create this example of like black women in their head particularly that they're supposed to be super women they're supposed to do everything for them like even after working those fucking three jobs just to put Mm -hmm. the food on the table, they also got to come home and cook the food to put on the table and then clean up that food that's on the table afterwards because their little fucking selfish ass sons will get off their ass to do it. So period. And I can only speak from the perspective of like having partners that have black moms because I've only dated people who've had black moms with the exception of one person, but any like I and that's that's the narrative and perspective that I'm coming from I will give a shout out to one of my past um redacted moms um I won't name the redacted but I'll name um his mom Miss Terry she did a phenomenal job raising her son to be independent to know how to cook to know how to clean 
to know how to like do things and like I dated this person in my late teens and early 20s and like just seeing them like operate in this way is you know it, it was refreshing um because your girl your girl had some standards after that um unfortunately <laughs> they were not always met but um I also think about um how oftentimes these rigid gender norms like create like disruption in those relationships with female partners or femmes because because you have this idea because the men have this idea in their head um based on their mom's role uh that their partner is less than because they're not upholding those rigid gender norms Mm -hmm. or they're like having the expectation that we should be partners and we should be pitching in Um, You should be pitching in around the house. Um, But also we have to realize generationally, like many of our moms were raised at a different time. Mm -hmm. Like, and even now, like my mom does things for my dad that I would never do for my partner. Oh yeah, absolutely not. (laughs) Shout out to her. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I I do. And I think that's the other thing. Like it also comes with different, yeah, generations and our ideas evolving and forming right and I think like with like look at Gen Z like Gen Z's like you know what is gender um and millennials <laughs> I think are sitting here like um we were kind of leading the path of like trying to cultivate our own like humanity and livelihood for ourselves like I think in a crippling like economy and like all this stuff Mm. right um which has now led further into Gen Z that are like super like I'm gonna live my life however I want to live my life and that's that's on that um but yeah so even if men are consuming these ideas about like certain things that they expect from women, um, particularly black women, um, based off of the example that they've seen from their mothers, it doesn't even match the generational like goals that a Mm -hmm. lot of women have for ourselves now as millennials and like Gen Z folks, right? Like we, I'm not about to fix my man's plate and like serve it to him. Uh, can I tell a small story like just a short caveat so the first time I took AJ home to meet my family it was we were having like a cookout and I told him on the plane or at the airport on the way home before we get here my family's gonna give me shit because I'm not gonna fix your plate but I'm telling you right now I'm not fixing your fucking plate your arms ain't broken I mean if they were broken then yeah that's an exception but I know they are so but like I, I told I warned him beforehand because I know culturally where my family's coming from like I usually have to hear it like every week like I'm not writing a dissertation and like I don't have about three jobs about like what did I cook for AJ what did AJ cook for me <laughs> what did he cook for me yes child I will say his mama did raise him to be relatively self-sufficient yeah and I think but I think sometimes that be lacking especially with mama's boys right like yes and but even I I, I mean I still sense some he's never lived with a woman before besides his like mom and sisters or like roommates 
So sometimes mm-hmm. I feel like he has like that expectation that I'm going to handle certain things. And you've lived with me before. Mm-hmm. So you know my personality. However, mm-hmm. what we're not yeah. going to do is <laughs> that, you know. Yeah. But honestly, it boils down to like keeping this idea of like almost this intangible idea that like your mom is like this pinnacle of like womanhood and like the end all be all and like men oftentimes get into failed relationship after failed relationship um because they have issues related to like this unrealistic idea of how a woman should behave in relationships um commitment issues because like at the end of the day like they're going to be listening to their mama and they're going to know their mama's going to be there at the end of the day um to take care of them regardless which i arguably i would say like in many instances that it's okay for a mother to do that but not with unhealthy boundaries not yeah not at not when someone's like taking care of themselves and well-being is at stake then it's like (laughs) calm down you did what you had to do if they didn't get it that's on them yes like yeah so if you've got a a man in your life um or a partner in your life that's sitting there and he's always talking about like well my mama this or my mama that or I just really need to call my mama every fucking day and go see her and like we can't move out of state because we got to be near her and all this stuff like you know that you know they out here so it's so true it's so it's just like honestly if he's doing that you really got to be real with yourself sis and be like do I want to just try and stick it out to fulfill some idealized fantasy that he has of his mom like you know you're your own person at the end of the day so if he's a mama's boy you don't you don't need him sis and I would also (laughs) argue that many grown men don't grow out of that like once Mm -hmm. it's ingrained in your personality and your way of being like it is what it is and so we as women fems who are in relationship with men have to decide if that's something we're willing to put up with yeah, because I mean, at the end of the day, that's a that's a boundary and relationship dynamic that he and his mother have created, you know, so like you can never unfix that. Like they would have to take the steps to be like, I, you know what, I recognize that this is unhealthy <laughs> or I recognize that I depend a lot on you in these ways and we need to shift that dynamic. Like if folks walk, uh, watch Blackish. Um, there's an episode where junior, uh, is out with his girlfriend and her mom, and he is out with rainbow, his mom. And the, the girlfriend's mom is looking at their relationship. Like, this is weird. Like, you <laughs> know, know exactly y'all, y'all feeding each other food and shit. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> he's your, he's your son, not your boyfriend. Like, Ooh, you know, g- girl. Cause that's another one. Like mama's little king. And And like, like, God, I asked God, I've seen this on Instagram, like in Facebook, like I asked God for a man that's going to love me forever. So he sent me a son. Yeah, there was something that was about like, oh, this mom, I remember this real quick. I remember this on Twitter. It was a video and she had found her son like hiding this like gift and it was a piece of jewelry and she 
she assumed it was for her. And then she comes to find out that it is for his girlfriend. And she's like, she's like offended, like popping, popping off like this, this son. Mama is upset. Do you hear me upset? Like her son is like her partner. And like, you know, it's also kind of weird. It's like, why? I don't know. Like what it kind of reminds me of like when women are like, Oh, they're going to propose to me. So let me find the ring kind of thing. And I'm just like, why are you like searching through your son's room to be like, where is he hiding my gift? Like, I don't know. It's all really weird to me, but she was like upset, like to the point of like, uh, like it, it was kind of mm. creepy. It was kind of <laughs> Oedipus complexy. I was like, I don't know about this. Ooh, but... girl. Shout out to, shout out to <laughs> 11th grade mythology. Uh, but oh, yeah, goodness. so if, if your partner, if he's acting like this, um, and it, you know, him and his mama be having this relationship, odds are, yeah, they're not going to grow out of it. So you don't need a sis. Go, go find you in a non-emotionally stunted young young man okay <laughs> i mean also don't go to no one that got mommy issues either but you know that's this episode for another day <laughs> okay don't say that because i got hella mommy issues okay <laughs> i mean <laughs> on that note we are taking a break what's up post want to stay up to date with all of our new content follow us on instagram facebook and twitter social media is our number one resource for you to interact with us engage with all of our new episodes and find all of the streaming platform services you can listen to us on so what are you waiting for you can follow us at two happy hoes on instagram facebook and twitter that's the number two happy hoes h-e-a-u-x-e-s the number two Happy Hoes, H-E-A-U-X-E-S. Well, thanks for listening and let's get back to the show. All right, so we're back. (laughs) And we going on a trip on our favorite rocket ship. So (laughs) it's time for Oshi Tripping. So where are you going, Rachel? I am going well I'm actually my brother is here to visit as I mentioned earlier he just bought me this boba um well I guess it's not boba because I don't be having the boba balls but it's tea um anyway he's here um so that's happening I'm trying to think if I'm doing anything else nah like yeah until I go to the 13 colonies a bitch is uh the bitch is grounded here in the bay. So, oh my gosh. Well, <laughs> where are you going? Um, so in September, I'm going to Cabo um, to celebrate my friend Whitney's 30th birthday. Um, so it's like a weekend trip and it's going to be litty. We got like an ocean view room. It's all inclusive, adults only, no kids on the resort. Won't you do it? We're also doing <laughs> like this yacht party. Um, I'm excited and it'll probably be right after my dissertation proposal defense. So it'll be a nice little breather before I start collecting data and I'm excited. Hey. I've never been to Cabo. I've only been to Cozumel and Cancun. So I'm excited to explore the Western side of Mexico. Um, so yeah, 
going to Cabo in September. So hot girl summer is going all the way until the last day of summer. Do you hear me? We come back on September 20th. Isn't the first day of fall on like the 21st or the 22nd? Girl, I don't have that in my calendar. Okay. <laughs> Anywho, hot girl summer. Global Global Warming said, uh, fall where? <laughs> okay. <laughs> True. But yes, hot girl summer going all summer, period, until the last motherfucking day. In full effect. In Love full to see effect. Oh, but now we're gonna transition into our most coveted segment, Wapano. Uh, white people are not okay. <laughs> Make Wapano trend, y'all. Make Wapano trend. Yes, yes, yes. And today we are going to be talking about, so if those of you that live under a rock, it's Pride Month. Uh, Shout out to the she's, the days, and the gays. Love to see yes. it. Happy Pride um and so pride month you know it's it's great because obviously we're celebrating like the lgbtqia plus community um we should be celebrating it all year round though so keep that in your back pockets but um particularly we wanted to use our wapano segment to talk about how pride month specifically just focuses on white cis gays okay um Mm. we know the white cis gays that we're talking about me living in the bay right now like sf is the breeding ground for white (laughs) cis gays okay um the colony it really is okay and you know these are these are the gays that are sitting there like marriage equality was the last step in our liberation you know (laughs) like forgetting that Black trans women are literally getting murdered every Dying. single day. <laughs> every fucking day, but okay, go off. Yes. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> so we wanted to talk about today, you know, how Pride Month actually has its roots um, as a riot started by Black, black trans, trans women. women. So Emphasis these- on Black. <laughs> yes. Y'all, y'all and be so... So these white cis gays that are out here being like, yes, with their dog, you know, in their corporate tech house, <laughs> tech settings or like whatever. And they're like, yes, I'm getting married to my partner. This is the biggest struggle I fought for. It's like, okay, um, just a reminder that you're able to celebrate your little pride month because like black trans women have been at the back of it. Literally, literally- laid their life fucking down yes have like put their life on the line so that you can you know go sip your tea at starbucks and you know be like i'm gay great (laughs) cool yeah Uh, i mean you know black people created everything we invented everything so i mean you know pride is no different literally and it's that and white people using this as the poster of equality right so like when I talk about like yeah marriage equality great um what would I call it a great accomplishment under our current society standards right like cool we got it we accomplished it but I think a lot of people along the way forgot like this was not it right like um we should be focusing on, you know, housing, uh, fucking job discrimination, job yeah. discrimination, um, police, yeah. po- police murder, like 
murdering trans people like every day like there's so many protections that still need to be achieved and accomplished in order to like bring everyone within the queer community like forward and Mm -hmm. you know a lot of white cis gays are sitting there like oh well you know we got this we'll we'll come for you later it's like I need you to come for us now when right and so using pride month, I think as a form of celebration, like I definitely think the queer community, queer trans community should be celebrating, right? Like our existence is valid. Our humanity is amazing. And also like not being overshadowed by white supremacy. Yeah. And like really looking deep down and being like, really, what is there to celebrate? Like outside of us celebrating ourselves for our humanity and like being here in our accomplishments as being queer trans uh, people of color, mm-hmm. like, or black, queer, and trans people, like, yeah. outside of that and being in community with one another, what are we truly, like, celebrating, you know? Yes, and what more can be accomplished within the community, and how can the most privileged within the community, i.e. white cis gay men, usually what can they do to use their privilege to continue to up those who are marginalized within the community Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and let's not even get started on these corporations you know (laughs) capitalism rule everything around me okay (laughs) capitalism (laughs) rule everything around me and like these corporations like literally taking june 1st like panning the rainbows everywhere but we know on may 31st y'all was shitting on your queer and trans employees stakeholders Mm -hmm. and affiliates and we know on july 1st you're gonna go back to shitting on them but come june 1st y'all come out with y'all pride capsule collections your pride gear profiting off pride um and um queer queer and trans identity um using it as the only time where you're highlighting queer and trans people who are involved in your company um and it's really sick it's really sick the same way y'all do that shit with black lives matter um it's sick rainbow capitalism is not our liberation okay if y'all really think this is like, I, I hate, I hate the people that be out here being like, well, you know, years ago, like companies wouldn't even have included us into their stuff. And it's just like, that's the, if I'm being minimum, and if I'm being honest, I don't really want to be fucking included in their shit because at the end of the day, they're probably like out there exploiting like undocumented workers and like shit like that. I don't know to get Period. their products. <laughs> So it's like cool if that's like the highest. Yes, and I'm gonna put that shit on clearance on you know June thirtieth. And if that's the highest form of like representation that like we're fighting for is, for me that's not worth my humanity. Okay, like mm-hmm. these corporations want your money; they don't want your humanity. That's that's just done, set in stone. So like. Yeah, just really, really thinking through if you're a white cis gay, like, how are you actually like donating to people like within your community? How are you actually like being in solidarity with those? Are you like actually fighting for like 
bathroom bills or like, you know, fucking housing, job, yeah. accommodation. Justice and um, black trans murders. Yeah. It's like, how are you standing forth um, and actively like fighting for the community. Um, and even when we think about the, going back to the representation piece, a lot of what we even still see within representation is still white cis gays, right? We might, we might throw a dash of like something else in there, but even then it's probably a white trans person or a white this, right? Like God forbid we have a double minority where it's like, oh my God, a black trans person or a black queer person. God forbid we have like a fucking pan or bi person. Okay. Like, so when we're thinking about representation, even how critically are, are we actually being represented, particularly within media, within society, within jobs, within all of these places. And so if the only times that we're seeing fucking representation is like during fucking pride month and it's a rainbow ugly short set okay like <laughs> from fucking h&m or something uh, <laughs> girl y'all really outdid yourself this year with like, this pride merch too y'all are embarrassing yeah so there's that um we we posted a little thing on our instagram about pride month um just a little photo dump so if you want to go on there and see <laughs> feel free there's a there's some different comments on there but um yeah everybody hey, we just call them fans though right if your pride month does not focus on black trans women then i don't want it so throw it away Bloop. all right so let's give the people a little ho tip as we know, summer is approaching. The sun is shining bright. Mm-hmm. We need to wear our SPF. Everybody. Every SPF on your face. Reapply. We need it. Mm-hmm. If you don't want this black to crack. <laughs> if you don't want the white to fry. Wear your SPF. Yeah. And My don't favorite. Be- oh, go on. SPF is super goop. Um. Mm-hmm unseen sunscreen that's my my holy grail um sunscreen but there are plenty on the market just use it yeah I've been using drunken elephant right now I don't really recommend it I don't really like it and it does have a white cast they Mm. lie a lot of mineral sunscreens do have a white cast but you need to try um, super goop unseen friend it's like literally like jelly yeah, I I actually did see it when I was like researching different sunscreens, um, but I just needed one really quick, so I got this drunken elephant one. I will say it does fit beautifully under makeup, which is what it was voted best for. So I can't really complain because they didn't exactly set me up for failure. But I really want to actually try this Blist sunscreen. Um, it's the brand that's at Target. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you might see it like next to the Versed and like stuff like that. But it's supposed to be pretty good. Um, but yeah. And another favorite of mine I've used before is the Glossier sunscreen Mm -hmm. um it's also like a a clear formula and for me like I can't use any 
basically I can't go back to any sunscreen that has like a white lotiony type pigment just because mm-hmm. like I will be looking like Ash City. So <laughs> I've been using yeah. like these, I've used both of those. I've repurchased the super goop one now. Um, I'm on my second bottle of that, but yeah, whatever you choose, wear your SPF on your face and whatever you do to your face, do to your neck, mm-hmm. do to your neck and do to your chest, because that is where you start to show the most damage and the most aging. They're all connected. They're all connected friend. So, Ooh. well, on that note, we shall take another break before we hop into the real, real. What up, what up? So today on Two Happy Hosts for our POC business shout out, we are doing things a little bit differently and we're shouting out a fellow podcaster. So check out the Money Mom podcast. You can follow them on IG at the Money Mom podcast. This podcast is for mommy hustlers and we talk about getting money every day. So go ahead and give them a follow and a listen and let's finish up our show. Hey, hey, welcome back to The Real Tea. Today, we have some very special guests with us. Um, AI. Q- Q&A with Base. Base, yeah. yeah. you yeah. know? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, I have my Bay on here. We're, uh, we're away from one another. He's in oh, the 13 are, colonies babe. and I'm in the Bay still. But Kevin's here. And then Chelsea has... Her bay, AJ. Sitting right beside me, the old big headed looking ass. <laughs> I barely fit <laughs> the screen. It's all good. No, you do fit in the screen. You just gotta let me it's scoot all, you over. There you go. Look, okay, both our heads. Okay, I'm the, I'm the zero, you the one. <laughs> oh my God. But uh yeah. Y'all so buckle up for this one. Yeah. We're going to do some intros if you all want to introduce your yourselves and then maybe talk a bit about how we got together. Um, not all of us, but, you know, separately. Yes, we are not a quadruple. <laughs> we're, oh, I, I, awkward. <laughs> we're not a quadruple. <laughs> I mean, I guess I could go. Um, what's up, y'all? Kevin. Um I currently reside in one of the original 13 colonies, as you might have heard on previous episodes of the podcast here in New Hampshire. Um, and then what else am I saying? Uh, just how we got together. Um, I've, okay, the, the short story is we met while we were... So no disclosure of workplaces and then what else is off limits? No last names. Okay. Yeah. If you don't want to say people's names, you could just say redacted. Sorry, y'all. He's brand new to the show. So. Who's AJ? Maybe would have made the same mistake. Oh, that's why you no, were first. Don't that's worry. I will, I will edit. I will edit any <laughs> bloopers. Because out. Rachel's main concern was, am I going to have the drip for the camera for today's episode? <laughs> Not what's off limits. You know. So now and look I, at how sexy he's together. looking in this little shirt. Okay. So good save, baby. Good save. Yes, you needed to say that. Okay. Well, yeah, we met at a prior institution. Uh, and then he, he, you know, led me on for a couple of months in terms of being exclusive. And now we're together. 
So this is going on the podcast. <laughs> the truth always goes on the podcast. Uh, okay. All right. We're going to wait for the rest of the game. But yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. But just like imagine if you all were waiting on the line for four months. Okay. Waiting for this man to all speak right. you so up. So my name is AJ, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and I also reside in one of the 13 colonies. No, the f- <laughs> yep let's let's one more time all right no, i'm gonna leave that on there to show them that the north carolina <laughs> education that? system has fucking failed us hey hey aj what one of the <laughs> remaining okay, go ahead go ahead baby we were one of the stars one the go ahead baby go ahead no i want to do mine over too like AJ, you go first though let's run it back let's run it back but uh <laughs> I'm not cutting all this out. So (laughs) me and Chelsea met actually on a dating site. Um originally the first time and say the dating site so they might sponsor us. Yeah, they might we met on hinge. (laughs) Hinge is a good one. Hinge is good. We met on hinge. Um, Well, the second time. That's why I was trying to go to the first, (laughs) but she wanted to skip all that. But we were in present day. Yes, we met on hinge. And then we exchanged numbers and then we had an old conversation and she was like, we met in the past life. I said, well, I guess we have. And then look back. I was the last one not to respond. He ghosted me. And uh, she couldn't return. She couldn't resist Big Daddy. So here we are. This is it. (laughs) This is is the truth right here. Calm down. Those those there out there in TV land, this is the truth. Here we go. This is a podcast. No TV land right now. Okay. Y'all should have hit the audience listen disclaimers prior to this intro, man. Whew. All right. Well, thank you for those lovely introductions. So, AJ, how would you describe our relationship? We're just, oh, okay. Mm, we just jumping into this, huh? We okay. jumping in. All right. This is the real team. No, um, it's, it's very interesting. Um, We are complete opposites. And I say that. For the simple fact that you know you're very organized and I'm just go with the flow and, and you know we keep each other balanced and I, that's okay. what I would say you know okay okay good, good good say. is it good are you happy like the fuck oh, that don't matter don't worry about all that <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna be single after this episode so I'll let you girl damn AJ you just digging the hole man I'll well I mean hole. it's all right <laughs> You're your next babe. So how would you describe our relationship? Our our relationship is honestly really good. And I would also say that we we'd be having to get through a lot of shit together. Um, a mm-hmm. lot of firsts for both of us. I think um we have had to navigate some really interesting conversations um a lot. Like just recently the other day. Obviously, mm-hmm. as, as like time has gone on, as we've gotten more like mature in our relationship, I guess, for lack of a better phrase. But overall, I think our relationship is amazing. But I've also learned that like my previous thoughts on relationships are drastically different than the one that I'm in now. Like it's not this mm-hmm. like fantasy land of like all goodness mm-hmm. and super perfect. I think there's like how would I say? There's like a beauty in the messiness, but I think that's what keeps me like invested is that knowing we, we work through shit together, but it is really hard. So it's like awesome 
But we've been we, saying we, that like that. a lot of shit together, and not in a toxic way. I think you, it's you, you, hey man, if I, if I had a sound effect right now, I would be hitting it right now. You, you <laughs> <hit> <laughs> <her> <laughs> <head>. <laughs> I co sign with him. Yep, yep, I got you. There you go. He said what I couldn't say. No, nah, Kevin said what he said. He's like, he, he took the words you. right out my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I, I will say, I mean, at least for me, I feel like, yeah, our relationship, I definitely agree. And like, comparatively, y'all have heard me talk about my last relationship on the show. Like, I, I was dragged through, I was dragged through the motherfucking mud. <laughs> so, it's just like a really different experience and like I think uh our friend said it best the other day but like they were like yeah I was listening to your podcast and Rachel talks about you like it's a very healing experience and I'm like yeah I mean he's not like he's healing me but this relationship is like a really healing experience for it's me. like the lotus so, flower of relationships yeah we just blooming out here, okay? I'm like, you cool. You cool. Thanks. <laughs> you are. <right. laughs> no, I I love you. I love you too. You um. I got to. This this was a. On, I would have been on snapped already. But, you know she didn't love. Me. I would never me. kill him. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> what is this? Is this what I have to look forward to in terms of living with my partner? Like. Don't do it. <laughs> They're moving oh, in we, together we're gonna gonna do it. We, no, it's, it's happening. We consider it's like, some No, I'm the best roommate he's ever had. <laughs> no, no, no lie. She really is, though. Yeah. And I let my friends hear that. Oh, can we edit that out? No, I'm not editing that out. I'm, I'm sharing it. Rachel, make that a quote. Yeah. <laughs> on, the, on the graphic. Oh. I am the best roommate you've ever had. You really are. Did they give you pussy? Stop it. <laughs> on TV land hearing this. They've heard worse. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, I guess going into our next question, like what what would you say the best qualities about your partner are and the worst? Who's going first? Kevin. (laughs) Kevin No, don't piggyback off of what Kevin said. (laughs) So best best and worst qualities, right? Yeah. Yeah. Best qualities super easy um hella patient super super patient like uh, unquestionably ridiculously patient um i as a member of the uh aries um uh, community community thank you um i i identify with being hella impulsive sometimes with my decision making and Mm -hmm. it's very helpful and super nice to have a partner who was hella patient and like affirming even when when I reflect back on my decisions and I'm like yeah that was a really shitty thing that I did. <laughs> like yeah but babe like it's all right you know if you just think about it and x y and I'm like okay like she's just really nice as a person so that's like the second thing is on top of being patient she's just really like Rachel's like ridiculously nice not when you get her upset and we'll get to that when it comes to the worst qualities but overall un- unquestionably one of the nicest people that you will ever fucking meet if you were hungry and Rachel realized that you needed that like you were in need of food she would literally break off half her sandwich and be like yo like do you want a piece because she will not let you rock knowing that you need something so that's really awesome and I'm glad that I get to have that as her partner and um honestly she's fucking brilliant 
So she's super smart, not just in an academic way, but like she'd be she'd be dropping knowledge. Got them so, screen smarts too. Uh, yeah, like I just I feel like it's we have um, conversations that I've that are haven't even come close to conversations that I've had with past partners in a way that feels familiar. Obviously, because mm -hmm. we're both black, so I think there's a sense of comfort and home there. So I, I love her a lot for that. Now, qualities that are a little dicey. Areas of development. Here we go. Yes, area, we love a reframe. Okay. Areas of growth. We love a reframe. No. First of all, y'all, whatever he says, my best friend is perfect. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I'm going to give them the real. Um, anyway, uh, Rachel, when she is hungry, there is nothing, absolutely nothing you can say to this woman that will get her to chill. She will not talk to you. She don't want to make no jokes. You ask her, babe, what you want to eat? Anything. All right, babe, let's get this. No. Well, you just said anything. No, I don't want that. And I'm like, okay. Me trying to be patient and not like blow up. But when she's hangry, it, it's like, I'm not even her boyfriend. I'm like, I'm the person who has to uh, satisfy the hunger yesterday. Because if not, it's looking slim for my future. Um, so when she gets hangry, generally, um, you just got to leave her alone. And sometimes my energy be a little too much for her when she's in that state. Um, wow, that one really struck big. Because that was the first one that I thought about. Wow. Yeah, okay. Um, Not that bad boy off. <laughs> traumatizing experience, I see. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I feel like all the other things that I'm thinking of really aren't things that are like, oh my gosh, this is so terrible. And honestly, there are things that I've already, that I've talked through with Rachel already. So like, there was a point where, you know, as I cook, I am a clean as I go kind of person, like clean the dishes and put them away. Rachel will let everything pile up. And honestly, Jesus. I'm not like the cleanest person in the world, right? I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and be like, ah, you know, my house is spotless. It's not. But when I be cooking, like the one thing that is a stress like inducer is dishes being stacked in the sink and Rachel sink <laughs> and she used every dish in the kitchen right and I'd be like how you get this so dirty and she's like I don't know I the top and all this but the food be tasting good don't it the food, the food be let's be clear this food do be smacking but you do leave everything everywhere but we we have talked through it and I found out that I was projecting some stuff onto her we came to a compromise you know but was it you better have a therapy session here guys. listen i we really had to talk through it because i was just like yeah this, this this is not working for me but you know we have a decent balance i also i don't know that this is like an area of growth I just damn this becomes a laundry list this, this, okay last one last one drag her when when rachel is cooking interestingly enough interestingly enough it is frustrating that she doesn't want no help in the kitchen, right? And I'm like able and willing. I could chop me some veggies. I could, I'm here. Cause she's always, you know, she's like, I, I'm doing a lot. I'm stressed out. I'm like, let me reduce the stress. Let me help you. And it's like laser focus. I don't want to fuck with you. But if I'm cooking for her and I'm like, babe, I got you, sit down. Can I help you? I just feel bad because I'm not doing anything. It's like I'm cooking for you. So what's the issue? <sighs> like what's going on? And Kevin, so like I want to help. Meanwhile, I'll be on the couch. Like let me know when dinner's ready, sweetie. Bring me a glass of wine. 
So I, you know, I think the first one's really like my biggest gripe was she's hangry. I, there's nothing I can do other than get her some food. And I'm like, whatever, it's just what it is. But the other two things, it's like, I, like it ain't the end of the world. But He was like, I couldn't wait until someone asked me this question. I can't wait to get this I off my chest. That, I didn't see the top for that. I, it's free. <laughs> free yourself, King. <laughs> <laughs> no, but she's great. Don't, don't let the critiques fool you. But yeah. Baldy? Oh, not yeah, I mean, you a hard person to follow up, big dog. You, yeah, you set the bar so high. Okay, here we go. Here we go. No, the best quality for sure is how organized you are. Like that, because mm-hmm. that's just not my life. I, I really, that's just not me or whatever. And it, like again, I said earlier, like she balances me out. Like she keeps me organized and everything like that, and keeps the house very organized also. Um, it is hard for the simple fact that I have to keep up with how organized she is because if I don't put glasses back a certain way or in the right cabinet that I thought they were supposed to be in. We're, we're on the good things right now. Oh, I know. But it, <laughs> I mean, what I'm saying is it's hard. We're straight off path. It's hard, but I know. I'll be trying, though. I'll be trying, y'all. I'll be trying. But mm-hmm. it's very organized. Um, also, how, like, the way she travels and everything like that and she has an itinerary and things of that nature and mm-hmm. it just makes traveling with her easy and fun and all that and um i, that I know part. that her friends that are part. look forward to that also <laughs> and she's gonna have y'all right you know you travel with chelsea she's gonna have y'all right and all that and um that's just what she do she's also taught me a lot um just learning from her and from different things and different areas that i haven't mm-hmm. done she's brought new things to my life and how dare you upgrade my life woman um <laughs> so sorry <laughs> but uh like for real like uh, she she that's what she's done really really good for me just make, making me try new things also because mm. i mean i was a caveman you know before her and a little bit and when she go travel i'm like oof, i get to be a caveman again but but now yeah it's, it's all good have to find new things and you know now i gotta eat vegetables and drink water and uh <sighs> a bear fucking <laughs> animal that is that is true Kevin hardly ate vegetables when when I came into his life. Okay, so. but it wasn't. It's not that I don't like. I actually love veggies, but preparing them, man, I'm not with it. I'm really not with it. I would rather just make some rice and a protein. Then I'm like, hey, right, that's what I'm talking about. Cool. It's, it's AJ, act, lie again and act like you make a rice. I do. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I air fry some chicken, some chicken legs, and I be straight. Just, yeah, just, be, just be eating it's fucking meat. <laughs> Literally, just. Oh meat. no! Literally. All right. Okay, what's my worst quality? I know there are none. Go Ooh, ahead. All right. No, but no. She, she's, she's top notch, a one. But if I'm going to name something, and this is probably something real small for other people or whatever, but this is a pet peeve for me. I already know what you're Yeah, you know what I'm about to say or whatever. As little as she is, when she sleeps, she sounds like a damn box Chevy. Good God. That that uh, is true. She snores. Oh my God. <laughs> and and she, what, she was like, man, you come to sleep with me tonight? And I'm looking like, and I be look, I be feeling sad. Okay. I be feeling, hold on, uh-uh, uh-uh. I be feeling sad. So I, I do that. it. And then in the middle of the night, I got to get up. I okay, can't do listen, it. Listen. Okay. So hey, I it's like three minutes, three minutes into our relationship. I was like, you know what? I'll go to the ENT and see what I can do to like kind of help me stop snoring. I've purchased like devices to try to minimize my snoring. He has done nothing to like 
muffle it. Like he hasn't tried earplugs. I've offered to buy him certain um, technology, like certain earplug things that muffle snort. He hasn't done anything. So I pulled all the way. And like, I'm sorry that like, you know, I have a, a deviated septum. I'm sorry, God made me this way. <laughs> he made you perfect. He made you perfect. He did. You know, just... so get some ear earplugs. But yeah, okay. What else? That's all I got. That's all. That's all I got for you. I would. I mean, that, hey, that all... thing about me. Every... Kevin was going on the laundry list. Oh, with me. Okay. 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 Am I as patient as Rachel? Okay. Patient? Am I patient as Rachel? What's that? <laughs> I'm not patient. Uh, you see me, I can say that, but it's not a worse quality. But I mean, okay. it's not not as bad as that snoring, though, boy. I'm y'all. Mm. When we get house, we're gonna have to have separate rooms. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, yeah. I mean, I I would definitely say like the best qualities about Kevin are like. I mean, we definitely be having some intellectual conversations. I mean, that's just him. He's like a walking academic. Um, at the bar having intellectual yes no but it's so true I mean we could probably I think there's been a few times me and him have been drunk and we're talking about like different perceptions based on colorism and anti-blackness being a global racial project like we be we (laughs) for nothing like why did I just look at us like what uh I just want to talk about who won the game last night (laughs) (laughs) me game (laughs) me but yeah i definitely haven't had that level of discussion in like other relationships which is like really nice and like stimulating but we can also like be goofy uh because i'm a i'm a fucking weirdo anyone that knows me gets to know me i'm a real fucking weirdo so i'm just uh (laughs) yeah i'll be i'll be hella goofy uh together (laughs) we were lit in our own little weird bubble together yeah but that and i would also just say he's like hella like i've never met another man like cis hetero man who's like been willing to actually like be emotionally like present and like (laughs) emotionally engaged like be in touch with like his feelings and like actually like talk through like like being able to have a actual discussion around like you know harm and how how can we like repair that like and how can we like talk through how this made me feel and like holding space for me in those ways that I've never like had so yeah he's just like a really caring like amazing individual um drag him drag him i know y'all was waiting okay a light a light in my life um i can Baby. <laughs> no okay one thing and i guess this kind of goes into our next question which was around like biggest pet peeves so i wouldn't call this like a quality per se but you're like it's so i we talked we talk about this sometimes like i i have a very self-destructive adventurous past okay and i am a person i like to like 
get fucked up or like really experience the, experience things. Like the other day he asked me if I wanted to go whale watching and like, he's like, I don't really want to go though. It sounds boring. And me, I'm like, well, what if I wanted to see some fucking whales? You know, like, even if it is boring, like for me, I'm like, at least I tried it. And now I know like, damn, that shit was boring. I'm never doing that shit again. But at least now I can say that I did whale watching. And sometimes he is a bit hesitant about like trying not new things, but like trying things that are out of his comfort zone. And so very, very, yes. Yes. And so it's like, I have to like, really like, you know, encourage him at times to like do something or like I'll bring, oh, and then I guess this is another one that kind of is related, but like, I'm a huge, (laughs) this is one of my toxic traits. I bring up a lot of hypotheticals. So (laughs) I'll I'll be like, so like, what if I, you know, was bald? Like, what does that look like? You know, him. See, I'm not weird. I I would still love you. Me. Hmm. But what if I was bald and had seven ears? But it's it's the audacity to add even more fuckery to the hypothetical that was already (laughs) ridiculous, right? Like, one one thing is being bald, but it's like, what if I was bald and like ten other things? You know, and you what it? This this how you get rid of that, Kim. Just say no from the jump. Just say no, <laughs> no, because no, 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 Agent. Let me tell you why it don't work with Rachel. Because Rachel will be like, remember last year on December twenty eighth, nine fifty nine p.m. when you told me that you basically hated me because I asked you if I was bald, would you love me? And I'm like, okay, and what's the problem? But See, but I will. Why, that's why y'all are best friends. That's exactly but see, I will say right. I be bringing I be bringing up hypotheticals and this man will get like we can't we just can't discuss hypotheticals together because we ultimately end up getting into like an argument because like it turns into <laughs> I get too sensitive. I get into my feelings because in my head I'm like, yeah. yeah, it's a hypothetical. But like, what if this really happened and you're responding in this way? Like once I was like, oh, what if I wanted to get a dog? He's like, no, I don't want a dog. I, I did. That was, I, I fucking hate dogs. Me. That was really bad. I, I will. I, yeah. And then oh me, <laughs> me, I was like, well, what if I wanted a dog? Because it would help with my mental health because I would have to walk <laughs> them outside. <laughs> and then he was like, well, now I feel like shit because you're telling me that I would care about your mental you health. You said oh i feel like shit too but i don't want no dog (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so Uh, it's it's the it's the maybe not wanting is maybe needing added encouragement to try new things out of his comfort zone and then also like yeah he just does not entertain my hypotheticals i promise y'all like we we really do every now and again talk about hypotheticals but sometimes they just be so intricate i'm like We'll we'll get to it if it happens, and I just let it rock because if not, it's about to be an argument. Ooh, love to see. Mm-hmm. It could happen though. Um, best qualities about AJ: uh, he's very flexible and adaptable. Which, like he said, we balance each other out because I am not in most circumstances. I am very rigid in many regards. So he does, you know, he's very flexible and adaptable. He's also very like loyal and kind like if if AJ rocks with you he's gonna rock with you if you say that you having a baby shower in Alaska AJ is gonna try to get to Alaska to your baby shower if he wants you to be the best man in his wedding in Antarctica he's gonna try to get to Antarctica he's very loyal um and he will give you the shirt off his back 
very loyal and kind and that was one of the first things that really attracted me to him um about his personality at least because of how kind and loyal he was quit smiling <laughs> Lisa. um I'm, she don't say too many nice things about me that is a lie <laughs> also he is a good dad which mm-hmm. is very admirable because you know there's some deadbeats out there but you're not one of them boo you're a good dad you're a good example of a man for your for your little men and i appreciate that um all right so areas of development kevin don't worry about this i'm I'm, I'm gonna just take the cake for this we go y'all know i'm honest okay i have no problem being confrontational so one he does not clean up after himself He does not clean. Like, AJ will take his clothes off beside the bed on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and those clothes will just pile on top of each other. And, like, he'll be like, what's the problem? Like, there's a pile of dirty fucking drawers beside my bed. That's what the problem is. Okay? Secondly, AJ, like, for example, last night we ate dinner separately. Instead of washing both dishes, AJ will just do for himself. So he left my dish on the sink. I mean, on the, on the stove because I didn't wash it right away because it was hot. So he left my dish, but he washed his own and, or he'll like wash everything in the sink, but I can't put my wine glasses in the dishwasher and he'll leave my fucking wine glass there. Instead of taking the what seconds to fucking wash the wine glass. (laughs) Don't you want just all the dishes clean? A good question. Don't you want all the dishes clean? <laughs> that, I didn't use that one. But. Exactly. <laughs> Y'all know I didn't he was selfless. I said he was adaptable and loyal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, well. Nor would I ever use that wine glass. <laughs> but like, it's about being teammates and partners. You know, mm-hmm. don't I pick up your dirty draws? Because you're organizing, you want no, you piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and lastly, AJ passes on the right when he's driving on his car. He passes on the right. Anyone who knows how to fucking drive knows that you're supposed to pass on the left, and he passes on the right. You mean wait? You mean on the highway? Like you go away? He passes on the right. Now, I don't completely blame him. I blame (laughs) the entire state of North Carolina because most of these non-driving motherfuckers do that. However, he passes on the right and literally every time I ride in the car with him and he does that, I literally, I don't even get anxiety. It doesn't give me anxiety. It literally makes me angry. (laughs) Okay. So I don't care. I, sh- let me. Can I explain that one? No, you can't, can't drive. Period. <laughs> I can't drive. I'm trying to take the path of least resistance, and in my driver training for my career or whatever, I'm gonna take the path of least resistance, and I'm gonna get by you because most people just stay in front of you. I'm not gonna tailgate for, tailgate you for you to slam on brakes. Now I'm rear in the. We're not now talking I'm, about tailgating. We're I'm talking about passing on the left or the then, right. You pass on the if left. They're gonna go slow in the left lane. I'm gonna pass you some way or other. Either way, I'm going pass on the left. I said what I said. Anywho, I other than that, he's it. perfect. I and he's re- <laughs> so he looks so pretty. She be looking at me like I'm a piece of meat. Get off me. <laughs> Look, I honestly, once I get to the 13 colonies, okay? 
I'm going to be looking at you like a piece of meat. Okay. You right there. Um, ooh, this is a good one. It can only, yes. it can only be one. Okay. Only one thing. One thing. What is your biggest pet peeve of your partner? I thought we already answered that. No, that says your worst quality. It can be the same. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I... Worst or pet peeve? Pet peeve. I'll go first. Okay. My pet peeve is that AJ leaves his washcloth on the sink and it's in my way. I don't know. I'm like trying to think. I'm the one that made these questions and me. I'm trying to think. <laughs> like, am I the only one who has grievances? <laughs> I, um, no, I would say the hanger one probably. What's, at the what's, my, what's your biggest pet peeve? You sound like a diesel generator when you sleep, man. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, my snoring. Yeah, no, I think that I think the hanger one is consistent because there's nothing that just it, it really irritates me. Like it's really irritating because I'm like I'm trying to be the supportive partner and trying to get your hunger needs met, and she's just like "fuck you." And I'm like, okay. <laughs> My friend blood sugar get low. Right. Yeah, I become a whole different person. Like it's honestly sickening. But I will. I did think of a biggest pet peeve, but it's a pet peeve. But like me me and you have talked about it before, but like, he's such a cautious driver. And I like, he, he's like, he drives the speed limit. He's like 10 and two, you know, he's just very, which I, I appreciate because you know, at the end of the day, I'm going to be safe in this car and I know where it comes from and I know why. Okay. okay and so, at the, sorry about at the, the and at the end of the day, I don't want like, you know, Kevin is a black man. And so like, I don't want him, you know, getting pulled over or like, whatever. We don't know. We don't know. So that, but I know in my soul, especially if we're like running late or something like that, like, cause he's, he's just a very cautious, like driver. Like he is just, and not that, yeah, I'm kind of pedal to the metal. So, you know, I like, I like a little speed, you know, like not a hundred, but you know, a good 85, a good 85 on the highway is, is I, I am good. I am a defensive driver. I, and I honestly though, like for the people listening who don't have context, I'm not just defensive just because I was actually really reckless when I had my first car, but you know, I've gotten in an accident that wasn't my fault, but it was like, traumatizing enough to where I'm like yeah let me let me hit the speed limit for you know for the long term so uh, yeah sorry I'm sticking to it so I don't yeah so it's like one of those things that I'm just like I have to I just have to live with I just have to live with but I am like you know we could we could go a little faster a little (laughs) (laughs) that's funny AJ tells me to slow the fuck down But yeah, I guess like getting out of our grievances, we'd love to hear like, what is the favorite thing, like your most favorite thing that your partner does for you? But y'all go, y'all go first. You want us to go Go first? first, Go first, AJ. My favorite thing. (laughs) 
that Chelsea does that I love or whatever like that. Leave me the hell alone when I come home. Just leave me the hell alone. Oh my god! I thought I was going somewhere else. I was, okay. I was like, I was like, oh no. <laughs> Yes, he does work a very stressful job. So I've learned to like, you know, give him just a few minutes of like breathing time when he first gets home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, just give me at least about 30, 45 minutes. Just give me some time to decompress. And then you can start with how was your day and what's for dinner or whatever other stuff we got going on. But just her favorite, just, just leave me alone. When she go in the room, she got stuff to do for her schooling stuff. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> the win. This is a win. I'm a talkative person. Um, my favorite thing that AJ does is every time I go out of town, when I come back, he always has a surprise or like a gift for me. Like even if it's something small. <laughs> you know where I, I messed up doing that too? Because I started that habit and I got to keep it so up. So now he always keeps enough. it up. A year, a year and a half later, every time, granted for a while, I didn't go anywhere because of COVID, but he always has a surprise for me when I come home. It's like a little, I, I just almost know to expect it and I get excited like oh what does he have for me when I come home yeah it's mm-hmm. my favorite thing don't have that the best one was the Harry Potter series DVD mm. and then HBO put it back up there god damn <laughs> I know because we just we do have a conversation but they took it down right when we started watching it and took it down in the middle of us watching it at that oh bastards <laughs> <laughs> HBO Max will sponsor us. Oh well. You hear that HBO Max? <laughs> but yeah, that's my favorite thing. What about you, yeah. Mr. Kevin? Um, favorite thing. There's like so many things that I really love that you do, but one that came to mind as soon as the question was asked was um, yo, honestly, for all that I complain about the dishes in the sink your food is bomb as fuck. So when you do have the energy to cook, that shit is top tier every time. There's never been a time where I've had Rachel's food, even when she considers a meal to be like, oh, I didn't have enough or like, I wasn't really feeling it. So I hope you like it. It probably tastes like shit. Meanwhile, I'm not even talking to her because I'm stuffing my face. Yeah, it, it feels really nice only because it's not just the fact that she's cooking for me, but I think it's knowing that like she's doing it as an act of care for me because she you know she wants to I think that's what feels good it doesn't it's never felt like oh I said I'm hungry she feels obligated to cook because I said I'm hungry right oh just you wait sweetie pie right maybe that's gonna be different you know that was like a long distance we all live together but but I will say I will say and Rachel I hope won't deny this but I you know I'd be throwing down with the with the bit of cooking that I know and she'd be grubbing so I would say that there's a mutual effort at least when we visited for like either short or long periods of time like you know I'd be fucking up some stuff in the kitchen too and she'd be eating it up so uh, the goal is to learn more so that you know she stays interested because I'm sure I'll get a little boring and so at least she'll be like at least you can cook and then boom there you go. Yeah. Yeah. We, we understand you're, you're a protein only kind of guy. So maybe things are different on your end, but y'all, y'all got it. Four months. I'll let us in four months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, definitely. Um, yeah. Kevin cooks. Kevin cooks well. Um, oh, they what? Two weeks. So I'll say give him four months. I'll let you about. 
Thanksgiving, big dog. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, paint your fucking cell. <laughs> I, I have cooked a little Thanksgiving spread before, you know what I'm saying? No, he just means the time frame. That, that round oh, oh, yeah, no, you're right. Mm. You're probably mm-hmm. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But nah. You know, don't be like us. Be better than us. Please. Please. <laughs> Nah, he'd be throwing down in the kitchen, particularly, particularly, he has like um, a few meals that I feel like he has just like perfected. And so like when I have those like empanadas, mm, oh my God, like chicken and rice, like he even perfected these green beans. Oh, like I'm a simple bitch. Okay. I just need, (laughs) I just need my food to taste good and I will be, yeah, I will be going in. So uh, definitely that. But wait, wait. Can I say one thing? Rachel does yeah. down in the kitchen. She made me the best grilled cheese I ever had in my life. One time we were in grad school. Yes. However, the oh. smoky butternut. Squash. Oh my god. Said, wait, what is it? What is it? Smoky butternut squash pasta. Was that not popping, or it was? Okay, listen. It is if you like butternut squash. I like she... butternut squash. Oh, I no, that. she does not. Yes, I you do. don't like it smoky. <laughs> yeah, but that's you like add a bit of liquid smoke and some smoked paprika to it, and then it's on some pasta. It's a completely vegan meal. I I personally really like it. I like it. Smoky butternut squash pasta with kale. Yeah, that, saute that's kale. Interesting. I will say, you know, I I would be remiss if I didn't say that I was a little nervous about Rachel wanting to go plant based in the future. I'm like. And, she, and I will still, I'll like, eat, I'll eat some of the meals. I'm not going to be, I'm not anti-plant based, right? But I'm, you know, I need me some chicken. Like we just not, we not going nowhere without the, without meat protein. Like it's just not, it ain't the move. But I'll still <laughs> dabble in the plant-based meals. I'm not above it. Okay. Anyway, um, okay. so what, <laughs> my favorite thing <laughs> that Kevin does for me, I think honestly, I've never I've never been in a relationship where like, and this isn't, this is actually my lowest love language. And I, I guess I wouldn't consider it like gifts, but like he will like, how do I put it? Like he'll check in and like, see if I need help with anything, particularly like if I need like to buy a flight to go see him or stuff like that, particularly because we have been long distance and we've been like, um, before this long stint, but we've been seeing each other like, uh, off and on every month, you know, and like coordinating that. And so like, if I needed help with like a flight, like he'll, he'll always be like, yeah, I'll, I'll help with this. Or like, you know, um, he's helping with moving expenses or like he checked in with me the other week to see if I was like good, you know, financially and stuff like that. He's just like very selfless. I think with like, particularly like money and like helping like folks that he loves and cares about. Um, and I've never been in a position like that. Cause I've just been in like where, you know, I, I struggle for asking people for help, particularly financially, just the ways that I grew up. And so, and then the few times that I have done that, particularly with partners, they would like throw it back in my face and be like, you know, like, well, you're not giving me this attention or you're not doing these things in ABCD ways. So you give me my money back essentially, you know, and it's just like a traumatizing experience. Um, and I just know like with 
Kevin, like he's never going to like make me feel bad or like throw it back in my face. Like, Oh, remember that one time that you, like, I gave you this, or I like bought you this, like now you owe me in ABCD ways. Like he'll never do that. Like he's genuinely just like, Oh, I got the money. I'll help you. Like, and that's just a really weird space that I've never been in. So that's not to say he's a baller out here. Okay. He's not like my sugar daddy, but like, (laughs) but he's just selfless in that way. Yeah. Love to see it. Oh, but now we're going to transition into a short little game. I hope we got a, a, got a little flair of, um, (laughs) what our relationship dynamics are. (laughs) Um, but we're going to, uh, do, do the game of why you all are here. We're going to do some little truth or drink. It's going to be um, pretty, pretty short. We only have five questions. They were actually hard as fuck for us to come up with because we had to think of questions where we're like, mm, hopefully they would take a drink. Um, so we have five questions. And then essentially, if you do not want to answer that question, you must take a shot. Um, so we have our little drinks ready. I have some tequila by my side right here. And yeah, I'm excited to get it on and motherfucking pop in. (laughs) So I guess we'll get it started with the first question. Would you allow me to check the mobile browsing history on your phone? AJ, would you allow me to check the mobile browsing history on your phone? I'm going to check. <laughs> check, check a look, look. Oh. How about you, Chelsea? Would you? Oh. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> um, I... I would because I search everything on incognito. So, <laughs> oh, so. good to know. Good to know. No, but I just don't like people. I'd be looking at weird shit, like not weird shit. God. Maybe. <laughs> no, it's weird. It's weird. I'd be looking at weird facts or like weird things that come to my mind. And also, I don't like people. I, I don't want people to know, like, the porn I watch. I don't want them to know like that browsing history. You can know that I watch porn, but I don't want you to know what I've been watching. Like it's nothing <laughs> sick. Like, but I'm just okay. saying, you know, it's <laughs> we're getting off topic. We're getting off topic. So Kevin. <laughs> I I would like, and I mean I do look at some weird shit uh, occasionally, but not as much as Rachel. So I feel like in comparison, she would look at my mobile. I feel like she would look at my history and be like, Okay, like typical, you know, like cis heterosexual do shit. Whereas if I were to look at her shit, I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, just think up what she be telling me she she learns about. I'm like, three headed dolphins and shit. Right. So, I, you know, I, I'll let her keep it. I, I feel like in comparison, mine wouldn't be nearly as weird or bad. So she could check it. I don't care. Okay. Ooh. Well, pass number one. Um, <laughs> All right. No, number two. What was the first lie you ever told me? Kevin? Mm, 
probably when I had you waiting for that four month period, like, I think I was, I was definitely fronting about like how much I like you. I had to make you believe that I didn't like you that much. Cause I was like, not that I'm this invested in this little bit amount of time. So I had to finesse, like, I couldn't let you know that I was fucking with you as heavy as I was. Cause I had a lot of pride and you know, some prior stuff had happened. Cause it was the, it was the second iteration of us talking for lack of a, you know, uh, lack of a better <laughs> phrase at this moment. But yes, that was like, that was definitely one of the first lies. Um, how, how much I was really fucking with you. Cause it was, it was really on some like, wow, she's great, but maybe can't do all that yet. So. Rachel? Uh, <laughs> I had to think, I had to think. So I don't be, I feel like I don't be lying about things, but I do be omitting things. Me and him have talked about this before and we have already talked about this. So I'm not embarrassed about <laughs> saying this, but while we were during our little exclusivity thing, um, you know, some things were discovered around me maybe being a little flirtatious in my DMs. Uh, a little. Or, you know, um, what would I say? Like responding or allowing the flirtations to occur. You know, people will slide into my DMs. Not really anymore, but people would slide into my DMs and like, you know, maybe start a flirtatious thing and I would entertain that. And yeah. Things were discovered. We talked about it, but that would be the first omitted truth that I had told him. So I don't be doing that anymore, though. My DMs are closed. <laughs> AJ? How I got her on this first date, I didn't tell her what my career was and everything like that. And when I told her, she kind of looked at me side eye like, I don't even like the police. And then uh, I knew I I could I knew beforehand I couldn't tell her that I knew that beforehand I knew that from the pictures I knew that from like he and the photos I'm looking like she like again we're complete opposites you would say she's uh activist and Black Panther almost and then <laughs> I work in law enforcement so he, and here we are or whatever and I she didn't know I was a police officer until she met me and at mm-hmm. that point. We are had, had a couple of drinks, so I was like, oh, you stuck now. So and then she still stayed on a date or whatever. So yeah, that, that was probably the first omitted fact that I didn't tell her. <sighs> the first lie I ever told him was that I liked his mom's cooking. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Uh, Wait. So that was like a few months into our relationship. Like, well, almost a year into our relationship. But she cooked Thanksgiving dinner for us. Oh, no. Um, And I wasn't feeling it. I didn't even eat all the food because I was at work most of the But you didn't eat it. You ate it. You didn't eat it because of your circumstance. I didn't eat it because I I didn't like the way that it tasted. I was honest about the sweet potato pie. However, the rest of the food, I was... I didn't even say that I liked it. I just didn't give any comment about it. You didn't, because I didn't ask. Either, but so. I think you did ask me. You did ask, like, oh, what did you think of the, the food? And I was like, it was okay. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I wasn't. I'm not going to hold that against you. It wasn't. Damn. That's wild. <laughs> okay. 
Well, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> what most embarrasses you about me? Go ahead, Chelsea. What? Yeah, I I feel like I will also have to drink because I, I know exactly what it is that you're embarrassed about. I'll tell you once you get off. <laughs> Go ahead, AJ. What embarrasses you most about me? The fact when, when she gets drunk or whatever, and she be like, I don't know these people, fuck them. And then I'm looking <laughs> like, we don't do, and she be loud about it too. And I'm just like, bruh, like, you making a scene and she don't care. She I don't, don't know. Care. I don't know them fucking people. I know. And I'm just, if that's care. what embarrasses you most about me, I'm fine with that. What about you, baby? You know, I think, I think this one, I'm going to drink to it too. Yeah. <laughs> No, don't no. Uh, yep. We'll talk. We'll talk offline. Yeah, I know you want to know offline. <laughs> <laughs> I think I already have an idea of what it is. So oh, yeah, because I be getting wild. So I, <laughs> I have an idea. <laughs> Ooh, let me pour myself another shot. Okay. Wait, did y'all drink? Both. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, AJ, you the one with the radical honesty out here, and it wasn't even that bad, so that's fine. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> I'm looking at these questions. Don't worry about All right. the rest of the time. <laughs> the next question. If you could change anything about me, body-wise, of attraction, physical, appearance-wise, what would it be? Absolutely not. Absolutely. <laughs> Why, babe? Why? Just say it. Just say it. No, that's disrespect. What is disrespectful? It's a disrespectful last question because in no way is this suitable for AJ or I to answer because we it's digging a hole. It's a already know. It's a we, little I want to know. Uh, AJ, you got it, bro. I I know. Nah, I. What you change about me? Absolutely not. You know what? Nah. You go ahead, Rachel. What is answer? Kevin question? already drank. So what? What would you change body wise about Kevin? Nah, I'm actually gonna. Uh, so the thing is, I can't really, I can't really think of something that I uh, that I would change about his his body. Yeah, like he's the, he's like he's built like a Greek god. Like right, I can't don't, like don't this man. Are, I'm looking like a teletubby, and he out here. Oh, you know, you know those naked, you know those naked Greek mythology. <laughs> like, Ava, oh my god. <laughs> Fucking that's, that's what that's what he be looking like and you know he's he's got his little you know haircut he's got his hair right now he's got some piercings you know i love i love that you know what if i could change anything about him body wise it would be i wish i wish that you had tattoos that's you know and i know that you want tattoos so that's about it oh you know? I, I but i'm still i'm still gonna drink because i was a cop Okay. If I could change anything about AJ, it's not about his body. He cannot dress. Cannot what? That ain't the question. I said attraction. I said like attractiveness or like outer appearance. Outer appearance. You can't. You can't dress. (laughs) I love you, but your style is no, baby. You're pretty on the inside, though. 
You like, know what, AJ? I got the same critique, bro. I'm still learning. I'll be on Pinterest. Either way, she, she's here. That plaid shirt still got her here. Hello. <laughs> it may not have been the plaid shirt, but either way. <laughs> but will it keep her? Will oh. it keep her? And I and I hope one day he's gonna come home from work and all them plaid shirts gonna be gone. <laughs> She's threatening a lot, y'all. She might be serious. Uh-huh. She might be serious. Um, if I was gonna change one thing about you, body wise or attraction appearance wise, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, just take that drink. Just take yeah, that drink. Take that sip. I'm telling you. Take the drink. You can address this offline. Address right. this offline. Right. Take that drink. This yeah. is a domestic dispute, okay? Totally not. Wow. Um, wow. No, I'm not. No. Okay, a caveat, y'all. I've only AJ and I, the majority of our relationship has been during the pandemic, like two months into the pandemic is like we were only together for two months before the pandemic started so he's seen me looking like who done it and why i'm not even gonna lie like <laughs> because i had no reason to look <laughs> yeah i mean kevin's definitely seen me looking raggedy but i'm also like you know you know me chelsea so when i have to go out like i'm I mean, like same you know me too but i'm like what what i gotta look you for i'm working from home i'm not gonna turn my zoom camera on <laughs> Yeah, but I went through I went through that little phase during the pandemic where it's like I would just get cute just to get cute because I was tired of feeling ugly. So, <laughs> uh, but you know that phase of <laughs> you're like that phase must have skipped me. <laughs> but this is the last question. I'm so excited. Oh my god! This was this was this was uh, Chelsea's question. So. Buckle up, babe. And after that, okay, okay, all right. I'm gonna toss it in Kevin's court first. Fuck, Mary, kill. Your two happy hoe and your two most recent exes. So who would you fuck? Who would you? Hell kill? no. Who would you kill? Hell no. 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 You. Yeah. <laughs> you. You must have known that I was not about to answer that. So let me go ahead and. Take I it. know. That's <laughs> it. Absolutely not. Y'all are wilding out. Bugging. Bugging. We had to think of questions that would make people drink. No, this was this was the top tier question because baby, I'm about to sip the fuck out of this shot. Just chug it, chug right, it. Yeah, I'm gonna take the shot for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <Ooh>. Rachel. <laughs> I feel like I might have to drink. I feel like, you know, I just, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna drink. I, we all know that my most recent ex would be on the kill list. So, um, but you know, it's like, I would also like to fuck and marry Kevin, but if I could I only have one. Oh gosh. What? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So I will take a shot. Oh my God. <laughs> you know I'm a boyfriend bitch now. Leave me alone. <laughs> I'm a boyfriend bitch, and I'm about to list out all these niggas. Are you gonna list out your? You damn right. <laughs> Let's go. All right. Oh, all right. 
I would fuck AJ. <laughs> no, not even Mary. What? <laughs> I would fuck AJ. I would marry Sad, and I would kill the Anthony. Dang. Love you, boo. <laughs> Go ahead, man. <laughs> um. I still gotta take this shot. Yeah, I do that. Okay, Rachel. <laughs> hey, Rachel, you taking a shot? <laughs> yeah, because I didn't answer my question. Uh Mary <laughs> Cannon. Okay. Well, if you married, obviously you're gonna fuck him. Yeah, but I don't wanna be like, oh, this other person, like I'm gonna fuck again. Like that's weird. That's, that's weird. I was gonna fuck AJ. <laughs> <laughs> Right after this. But I don't want to marry that other person either. So, you know, I can't have everyone on the kill list. So, I would say fuck Cherie. <laughs> marry Jazz. <laughs> Get out <your> house. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Yep, uh, mission abort. All right, y'all. <laughs> <Be easy. laughs> Gotta go. Oh, no. <laughs> Yo. No, you fucking lying. I know you fucking lying. <laughs> I got tears in my eye right Get your ass off me, oh, ugly ass motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, AJ, run it back one more time. You got what <laughs> No, he said, he said what he said. If y'all single, holla at me. So you're telling me that you couldn't answer the last question, but you decided to answer this question in that way? Oh, That's why Jasmine don't want your ass. Oh. Domestic dispute. Domestic dispute. Okay. Keep oh, it offline. Wow. Bro. Wow. Wow. <laughs> it's about to be an interesting night for y'all. I already know. Glad you did the answer, bro. Nah, bro. Well, he wasn't going to fucking kill Rachel, bitch. <laughs> Absolutely not. I would not. <laughs> so you would kill me? No, I wouldn't really kill yes, you. Yes, obviously you would. <laughs> is, like, it's, it wouldn't actually happen. We're oh, my God. It's over. Ugh, well, y'all see it here first. The end of question of a union. Ugly. <laughs> Shoot the drink, y'all. You can't play it with. <laughs> you can't play it without making some enemies. Yeah, yeah. For those out there in TV land, and this is y'all's family and everything like that. You know, you my can- mama just heard you say you would fucking kill me. Oh. Oh my God. <laughs> those <laughs> that know, you know, Rachel and Chelsea and Kevin and me or whatever. Don't nobody know you, ugly. Oh my God. You can either drink or tell your fetishes. Oh. People out there in TV land, what do you got? Mm. Obviously, your fucking fetish oh is to kill me, bitch. <laughs> Murder. That's <laughs> No, but that was a good question. That's a good question. Hmm. I wonder if I want to expose my fetish. I'm going to last. Why are you going to last? 
Because I made the question. This is our show. I understand that. Go ahead. I appreciate you having me as a guest, too. <laughs> <laughs> this the last time you're going to be on here. Not, yeah, I mean, it's not like a fetish, but I'm just like, I'm a super, I'm a sub, I'm a super sub. So, what up to fellow subs out there? So, <laughs> I don't know if that's a fetish, but I just like to be dominated. That's like, yeah, okay, that's- okay. I got you. Okay, Kim, so, oh, no, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rachel's better than me, but y'all ain't getting the intimate part of me. I absolutely no. not. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> My partner is private, okay? Yeah, very much so. But you all got a little peek, okay? <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink, wink. <laughs> I'm a sub, <laughs> so put it together. <laughs> um, I guess Sorry. I would be more of a switch. Mm. I would say that. I would be more of a switch. Hmm. That's your fetish, though, is like. I mean, she's still, she's still marinating on last question, so I don't know. <laughs> she's still, I don't think she's ready. I don't yeah, think she's ready. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> or Chelsea, this could be your opportunity. If AJ is talking about switch, you know. I'm going to strangle his ass. <laughs> I might like it. <laughs> Not I might like it. I'm going to strangle his ass. I'm a I'm a Cunnilingus bitch. Yeah, you you really are. Face rider, face rodeoer. She she's walked out on people like that have refused. Bitch! <laughs> what? Yo. What? I think that is an empowering thing that it most is, people it, should just, hear. But here's the thing: this boy talking about. I think we talked about this on the show where he was like, "Well, I'll just finger you, bitch." This ain't the fucking ninth grade movie theater, right? Like you ain't like the fuck. If you ain't about to put your mouth on it, get get out, get out. So, <laughs> right. Oh, no sticky, no licky. Yeah, but AJ, you didn't answer your own question, okay? A switch is not. That's not, not a fetish. Yeah. Is uh, what you mean? It's not a fetish. For example, what turns you the most on? Like I, I just uh, said he, that. I just, I just said that. Hey, that's what's gonna turn his ass on. <laughs> How you like that, Daddy? <laughs> this little strangulation. I'm gonna okay. the damn eye. Luck, yeah yeah you're gonna you're gonna drink <laughs> do you have a question that you want to ask the public kevin uh, nope <laughs> no i i think i'm good for tonight yep yep well i have a question who's single out there because now i'm single oh my god the theatrics the theatrics um <laughs> the moving company because i'm about to move <laughs> Ooh. Thank hey, you. Hey, the road is long for this, this recovery, bro. <laughs> Thank you. At least I know I'll be sleeping on the couch tonight without the snore. Hell no, I'm coming to sleep with your ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's a true punishment. <laughs> That's right, that true punishment. Anywho, thank you, Kevin, for being on the show. And to our faithful fans and listeners, (laughs) keep it classy and sometimes trashy, hoes. Bye. Bye.